it is your duty to step into your more that that desire that's calling you for that desire that you have for something greater for your life is part of your purpose the reason you were put here on earth are you ready to master your mindset and your business join thousands of women each week who use this podcast as a tool to create financial and emotional wealth and when you're ready to scale to the next level visit theunstoppablewoman.com slash go Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. This episode is really about what it takes to keep growing, to be at the top of your game, always going into more, always stepping into more without there being that incessant struggle, that incessant monkey on your back, that that weight that feels like you can never find that exquisite life, that that sense of delight, love, being lit up on purpose, on fire in life, that ease and flow that we crave. So I cannot wait to share with you all that I have on this in this episode. And if you are listening for the first time, I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman, where we are here to help you achieve your wildest dreams, that, that the deep yearnings of your heart that you might not even recognize yet as something that you want, but have been there calling at you for so, so long. And yes, this is about being entrepreneurs in the world. This is about being leaders in our business. Yes, this is about making bank and having that, that financial freedom. But more than that, it's what happens beyond that success. It's what happens when you say, hey, I've played this game long enough. I've played the going after the next goal with the goalpost constantly moving where you feel addicted to the next growth goal that you have. And you get there and you pause and you say, hmm, that was great, but isn't there more? Why don't I have that exquisite life? Why don't I have that that image of what I wanted my life to be like that I had as a as a little girl, that that deep yearning inside where you thought, "Oh yeah, life was supposed to be all of this, and if I just worked hard enough, I was going to get there." Well, there's another way, and I would love to walk you through that and show you exactly what that looks like. Okay. So let's get into this podcast. Starts with a story. So I have an amazing personal trainer whom I have just started working with. His name is Julius. He comes to my house. We work out in the backyard on the back patio. He works me and it's good. And he always comes with questions. So he's a learner and he's constantly asking me about, you know, how do you have this bigger life. And for him, because he's at the sort of, he's not young. I mean, he's in his 30s, but he's he's not a kid or anything. But he's just at the beginning of his business journey, his his financial growth journey. And 
he's been asking me a lot of questions and I love it because it keeps me, my brain occupied on something aside from how freaking hard it is to lift those weights or do whatever he's asking me to do, like the lunges or the medicine ball against the wall or whatever it is. So he was asking me, shouldn't I be happy with what I have? Like, isn't this good enough? Like I have a, like my life now is so much better than what, where I started. Shouldn't I just like, why, why should I go for more? Why should I, should I push myself? And and he does want to push himself. It's not that he doesn't, but it's sort of like, shouldn't I just be good with what I have? Like be comfortable, accept the level that I'm at. And I think we've all had this kind of question in our, in our mind about, is it asking too much to go for more? And you might not have that in your business because you're someone who's driven and ambitious and you're like, yep, I made it to this level, then I made it to this level, then I made it to this level, and you're going to keep going for more, right? It's like, I got to a million, now I'm, I got my eight figure, now I'm going for more, right? And there are lots of goals along the way. Money is just one of the metrics, but you, you have achieved various different things in your journey. And there are times, though, where you think, okay, shouldn't I just be satisfied with that? Why should I ask for more in my life? Maybe the more for you is the great health or the lit up sex life or feeling alive every day, feeling, you know, delighted by your life. Or maybe it's the the deep soul connected love that you're after. Maybe there's something more and you you, you kind of push it aside in that semi-conscious way where you're thinking, oh, I should just be happy with what I have. And then you dive into the next project that feels comfortable for you, something that you have a level of competency with. And it's a fair question because, you know, should I push myself that hard? And if I push myself that hard, am I going to be disappointed? Am I not going to be able to get it? Is this the the challenge in front of me worth the effort? There's a big dilemma on this. So for him, it was like, is it being greedy? Is it being unappreciative? Am I wrong to ask for more? For you, maybe it's it's some of the same things. Like, I already have so much. I should just be grateful for what I have and accept that. Now, I have a very different perspective on this. My perspective on this is that it is your duty to step into your more, that that desire that's calling you for, that desire that you have for something greater for your life is part of your purpose. You may not see it as part of your purpose, but it is part of your purpose, the the reason you were put here on earth. And instead of looking at this in a black or white way, right, wrong, either, or saying either I should be happy with what I have, or I should be asking for more. What if you looked at it as both? Yes, be appreciative for what you have. Be appreciative about what you've created in your life, how good it is, and step into more. Like, yes, I can have it all instead of this either or black and white perspective. And I think that that this either or perspective or there's only so much good I can receive is very rampant in our society. I know that I've been personally challenged with that where I'm 
like, oh, wow, this love is so good. This relationship is so good. Can I let more in? Can I, can I open myself to more? Is there even more? And I know there is, I know there's like even that much more and like it stretches you. It causes you to question, can I, can I handle it? Okay. So there is more for you and there's more for everyone. And what is that? That's part of like figuring out how, what your exquisite life looks like. And, and we'll get to that more in a minute. But, but for right now, I want you to start seeing the parallels here between what Julius was going through around the financial stuff and what you might be going through in other areas of your life as well. There's something in the word comfortable that really got me in this conversation. And what I did for him was I pulled up on my phone the Denzel Washington speech. There's this little section. We'll we'll link it in the the show notes below. It was the 48th uh, annual NAACP Image Awards acceptance speech. And there's this little section that's just so powerful. And I've, I played it at events before and I played it for him. And in it, he says, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship is. He says a lot of amazing other things in that speech, but I, that's the part that I want to call out here. So he says, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship is. Oh, so powerful. So powerful. And I bet all of you know that, that your progress here is your growth, what you're creating in this world, your 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 execution, your 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 ability to produce, right? Like what is it? He's producing great theatrical works. What are you producing? What is your progress in this world? The, 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 the ease is a greater threat to that. So in this case, he's talking about ease like comfort, like you got too comfortable in this situation. You're just sitting there eating bonbons on the couch and you're, you're in cruise control, right? Autopilot. And yet we also have this desire, this very, 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 very strong desire for ease, for spaciousness, for that that ease and grace, that ease and flow in our lives, especially the feminine in us, that feminine essence really wants to flow and doesn't want the constraint. And we want that ease. So how do we, how do we balance those two concepts? We want life to be easy with ease, experience the ease and if it's too easy, there's that's a threat to your progress, meaning your purpose, your drive, your reason for being here. Okay. Your your ability to make manifest your desires. How do we reconcile those two things? Now that's huge. That's a really big deal. And most people would say, oh, well, I just have to stay in the struggle, right? If ease is a greater threat to progress, I need to be in the struggle. I need to be struggling. I need to to fight the good fight and have that level of hardship in order to overcome so that I can create. And that has perplexed me because of this desire for more ease that we inherently have as well. So if we want something so much, the ease, 
Could it be destructive to the progress, to the creation, to the manifestation? And the answer is no, it's not. Ease is something that I know is actually critical to the manifestation process, even though it's seemingly contradictory. So here's how we are going to splice that for you and work that out. So most people will go on this cycle of, I'm going to struggle until I get the goal and they will struggle to get to that goal post. And then it's this moment of ease. And then they get bored or they get antsy and they create another thing to struggle over, another goal post to motivate them and get going again. And then they complain in their head and they are challenged and the business has the next issue that comes up. And then they struggle to solve that problem and then they do and you get ease. And it's this cycle of struggle, achievement, ease, struggle, achievement, ease, struggle, achievement, ease, struggle, achievement, ease. We don't have the satisfaction along the way. That doesn't really work. And even some of the most successful people have gotten to their level of success through this kind of cycle up and down cycle of hardship or struggle or going hard and then uh, cruise control, then, oh no, I don't like this. I, I, I don't feel motivated. I need to create another problem or, or set another goal and then I'm going to struggle to solve that. And, and you get addicted to this, this struggle. You can keep finding bigger, bigger goals to go after, bigger your challenges, you know, problems to solve. Um, and there's nothing wrong with this in and of itself. It works, except you're probably not that happy. You're probably happy when you're in purpose and then it tips and you're overwhelmed and you're like, ugh, I have too much on my plate or ugh, this feels hard. This isn't what I want. And I just want that spaciousness. I just want that ease. And that is is a cycle that doesn't feel particularly good. This is a cycle of reward and struggle. And as you keep doing this, if this is your pattern, what you will find is that the, re the period of reward, where it feels like, ah, I can just like bask in the joy of achieving that goal and cruise for a little while, have some ease, becomes shorter and the struggle periods become longer until it really gets off kilter, okay? Really off kilter. There's lots of progress for sure. There's lots of success, but the happiness, mm, that gets diminished. Those moments of ease become more fleeting. So you're either gonna go back to that cycle or you stop and stare at the situation and wonder how to get out of it. Must I struggle? right? That's the, the question. Must I struggle all my life? Like, do I need to be in that hardship? And most women say, I just can't. I can't do this anymore. That lasts until the next urgent thing comes up and then they're like, okay, I gotta go. But that's not the only way to do things. And I want to give you a, a new way, another way to motivate. And this can elicit everything from questioning, from doubt, from could it possibly work this way, 
to sort of like a game on, let me try it and let's see where you land. And also the questioning of like, must I struggle like this? That that moment of wonder, that also elicits quite a spectrum of responses. It can elicit everything from an existential crisis to depression, to feeling unmotivated. And so if if, if you've had any of that, I, I get it. I totally get it. So what's the answer? If ease impedes the progress, right, is a impediment to progress, yet we don't want a life of struggle, what do we do? We've got to recognize that there's always going to be tension in the growth. So progress towards what? There's a goal. In order to achieve that goal, you must grow, okay? You must grow. You must become more. You must grow yourself. And there's always going to be tension in the growth because if you were already there, you wouldn't have to learn anything new. You wouldn't have to become anything new. You wouldn't have to grow yourself. There would be no challenge there. You would already be doing it and there would be no growth. It's a it's a self-fulfilling circle there, okay? So whenever there is growth that you are looking to achieve, there's always going to be tension in it, always. When there's tension in the growth, you have two choices. You can resist it more Okay, I'm going to resist that tension. I'm going to say it's wrong. I'm going to say it's bad. I'm going to complain and be like, oh, I don't want to do it. It sucks. Been there, done that, know that that conversation in my head. Or you can embrace it and say, game on. I'm going to love this. I'm going to lean in with love. I'm going to lean in with love. And you have to do this with the big and the small things. Big things are like the big challenges. Oh my God, there's a uprising of my team or there's a, there's a strike on the set or there's investors that are pulling out, right? There's big challenges. You got to lean in. You got to lean in. Okay. Usually uh, entrepreneurs tend to not be particularly thrown by that. That's a calling forward, a calling up. Then there are the small ones. Somebody's let you down. Someone hasn't showed up. Uh, there's, there's this little administrivia thing that you have to deal with that you that you hate and you don't want to 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 work on. There's uh, something that went wrong with the planning or the timing or the the this or the that. Since there's no order of difficulty for the universe, God doesn't sit there and go, "This is hard" or "This is easy." God, being all the energy that is, okay, not a and I don't think of God as a, a man with a beard on a hill. I think of God as the divine energy of this universe that is life force. And it it's the energy of creation. And it has created worlds. So if it can create worlds, it can create a solution to whatever challenge that you're having. There is no order of difficulty for the universe, okay, for God. So this is just a creative experience like any other creative experience, and you have to use the aspect of you that is divine to create the answer. And you lean in, and we can either lean in with resistance, thus making it hard, like kicking and screaming and saying, that's not for me. This is terrible that this is happening. I hate this. Wah, wah, wah. Complaining in your head or out loud is a big indicator of this. Now, complaining, I want you to think about this, because most people who have gotten to a certain level, they don't complain out loud, but they might be complaining in their head. 
I want you to call yourself out about that because that complaining in your head is what's making it much harder. Okay, much harder. Are you gonna make it hard or are you gonna make it easy? When you lean in to the challenge, whether it's a small little thing or big thing, when you lean into the challenge and you you don't resist it, you move towards the resistance, not away from it, it becomes easy. You stop creating the struggle. Nothing in this world needs to be hard until we make it so, until our thinking, our perspective on it makes it so. Even the most challenging things, you can break it down and figure it out how to do it and, and make it easier for yourself. Ask the right questions, do it a little bit at a time, whatever it is, there are all sorts of strategies for this, but nothing has to be overwhelming unless we let it. As someone who has experienced lots of overwhelming moments in my life in challenges and resistance, I know that when you're in it, that that can be a really, you know, it's a challenging thing for sure. But if you if you commit to this and recognize, oh, I am making this hard by how I'm thinking about it, how could I think about this differently? And my power question around this is, how can I make this easier? And I just ask myself that, how can I make this easier? And I'll get an answer or two or three or four, and then I'll do that, okay? And it's it's about lightening your own load here, okay? Lightening your own load. So what if the little annoyances that you're experiencing today, whether they're little or large, you approach them and you found ease within them? That That's my challenge to you. And you can use the law of praise here as well as a really great tool. I gave you the tool of asking yourself, how can I make this easier? But another little tool or tip is to use the law of praise. The law of praise says, find something good in every situation. Okay. If you walk through the world, finding something good in every situation, oh my goodness, your attitude is going to change and your experience is going to change. You're going to attract positive things to you in, in a way that you'll be blown, blown away by. You, you'll be bowled over by. It will delight and amaze you. Uh, so one of the things that I do is find the high five. So one of the things that I do is I play a game with myself, which I call find the high five. And this changes my energy and changes my momentum. So I use the law of praise with this. And I like am in a situation and I find five things that I can praise that are good and right and like great about this situation. And when you're really in a pissy mood, this is when you need to do it the most. Okay. Because you will have a much harder time finding it. But when you do, it just changes everything. So uh, find the high five and uh, give yourself that as a high five. The other thing I want to say is that sometimes you have to look at the situation and go, I can't actually like do any of the things that are in front of me right now with ease and grace. Like I cannot find that flow for myself right now. If that's the case, then it's a day to play hooky. Okay. But use this with discernment because if you use this all the time and you just give yourself like a pass and say I I don't actually have to work on my attitude work on my perspective work on how I'm looking at this and I just go okay I'm not going to I'm not going to do any of this all of this is is uh too much suck right now I'm going to take a hooky day you know go go 
have uh, a lemonade someplace. Uh, if you do that too often, then you're giving yourself, you know, you're not doing the work basically. Okay. And nothing's going to change for you. So use that with discretion. But sometimes you just need to shift your energy and, and say, I'm not going to tackle any of these things right now. I need to let it go. So just know that. I was talking to my man today on the phone and he was, he was a little bit in that space. And he was like, there's all this yuck that I'm, that's on my list right now. I don't want to do any of it. I'm like, well, yeah, do you want to do it with a good attitude? Can you change your attitude? Or do you need to go say, I'm playing hooky today? That's always an option. There are days like that. So, so know that. I want to end by saying that your exquisite life is created both in the macro and the micro. This is, we need to look at the big vision and there's a whole plan that I have for, for helping you do that. Okay. But also in the daily lived experience, you have to have the big picture. You have to get super, super clear. You have to map out that plan. Okay. And that's one of the things that you know, we love to do in our events, but you also then have to have a lived experience of that on the daily. And you can't let yourself just think big picture and ignore the micro. And you can't just work on the micro and ignore the the macro. You need both. Okay. You need a plan and you need a lived experience of this, of expecting happiness and living happiness. It's never too late to live your exquisite life. It's never too late to take that that yearning that you had that that seemed like a fairy tale and make it into something real for yourself. So it requires you leaning in, looking at the macro, looking at the micro, setting that big picture, that vision, claiming it for yourself, not pushing it away, not saying that you can't have it all, but saying, oh, wait a second, I can have it all. And leaning into the lived experience of it, which is calling yourself to higher level on the daily moment by moment. And with that, it's a wrap. I'm Amira Alvarez. I'm the founder and CEO of The Unstoppable Woman. Thank you so much for joining us. And please listen in to our next episode and beautiful content that we have coming your way. Take care. Bye. Bye.